I have a short story to tell. I walked into Lighthouse in 1998 just by a poster that I saw in the Labang Town Center. The poster says, the poster said, are you looking for God? And I responded to this poster. And I said, yes. And it says, come to cinema, blah, 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 Alabang Town Center. And I walked into that uh, dimly lit cinema. And my life was never the same again. I just walked into my first Christian service. Nobody inviting me except that poster. And of course, the voice of the Holy Spirit. But I testify that from that moment on, 1998, 1999, year 2000, there's a name that would often pop up. A name that the pastors would uh, ask the congregation to pray for. Because at that time, she had been doing so many missions work. By year 2000, she already had established a church, lighthouse church in India. And the more that the church prayed for her, you see, the Bible says, you will tree, you will know the tree by its fruit. And great fruits, this sister of ours had shown and is continuing to show. The Lord then brought her to the United States where she met the love of her life. And in the United States, she has been greatly used by the Lord to minister, not only to Lighthouse, but to so many other pastors all over the world. As she took on the mantle of being an educator, of being an equipper, of being the tool of the Lord to unleash the giftedness of the churches all over the world. A few months ago, we texted each other and I got to find out that she would be here. And so I asked her, please come and preach here in Lighthouse. After the church service, her book is on sale downstairs entitled On Mission. You will get to know many things that the Lord has been doing in her and through her for the glory of Jesus and for the saving of many lives. Hindi na po siya iba sa atin, but we are so glad that today she has come visiting us. Please, the warmest lighthouse welcome to our very own Dr. Elsie Reyes Cook. It's a blessing to be here. You have to forgive me because this is what happened when you speak in so many churches. I arrived in the Manila on the 21st of September, and since then I have been speaking in different events and churches and been ministering. But I'm very pleased to come back to my home church in the Philippines. I don't recognize a lot of the faces, which is a good thing, because it means that a lot of people have been called out by God, and a lot of people have chosen to stay. I see Ali and Mark, you're still here. Praise God, old faces. Um, so yeah, I've been, and I'm very glad to see Josh standing here, who was a little kid. <laughs> and I was here, he was not even in my Sunday school yet, because he was just like a baby, really. Uh, you're probably thinking, oh, matanda na siya. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm 57 years old. I was part of the pastoral team in Lighthouse for four years during its beginnings when we were still inside, you know, in Tina Juan's basement doing church. Those of you who don't know the history, I'm sure they know the history, right? So I don't have to reiterate that. But today I believe that the Lord wants to bring a word of encouragement for each one of you. I was, I was there worshiping and I just have this deep sense in my heart that the word that I'm delivering today, that the Lord has laid in my heart to deliver today, is a word that will deeply minister to each one of you in different levels. But before I start sharing with you, let me invite you in a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. We are grateful for our life. We are grateful. Worthy, worthy, worthy are you. Worthy, worthy are you, Lord. 
Lord, as you fill my heart with your love, as you fill my heart with gratitude, I pray right now, fill the heart of each one here with your love and gratitude before your word is even spoken. I pray that today your word will bring encouragement, it will bring correction, it will bring direction, it will establish people in the direction where they're heading, it will correct the path that they are walking on, Lord, it will rectify any behavior that's not supposed to be there. It will purify our hearts so that we can truly serve you and we can truly fully enjoy the blessing of being your child because that's your heart's desire, Lord. You don't want us to miss out on anything that you have in store for us. We commit this time of reflection, of meditation in the name of Jesus. Amen. My message today is entitled, Moving On to New Things. Christmas is coming. Everybody's already started shopping. This is Philippines. My friend in Colorado, I sent her a video message and I said, oh, by the way, I'm here in the mall. Look, it's Christmas here. And she said, why is it Christmas there? I said, oh, I forgot to tell you. Here in Philippines, we start celebrating as long as the bear months begin. So we start planning for Christmas. We start thinking what the, you know, gifts for this. Oh, may mga, mga apo, mga ano, regalo, everything. She, she find that very strange. That in my hometown, in Bicol, I visited there, there was already a Christmas tree. She's like, very strange. But we all love new things. Who among you remember when you were in school? You love first day, you know, when your mom and dad buys Diba yung supplies sa school? Ang bango, diba? You smell the books. I'm like, mmm, bango-bango. Mm, ang notebook, ang sarap. Pagbubukas. We all love new things. But for some reason, when it comes to change, we kind of resist it. However, the God we serve is about new things. But with new things comes change. The desire to live everything that hinders and move forward. And so my meditation today, my sharing today, will be based on Isaiah 43. I will be reading starting from verse 15 up to 22, although my main focus is verses 18, 19. I will be reading from the New International Version. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people and my chosen. The people I form for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Yet I have not, yet you have not called on me, Jacob. You have not wearied yourselves for me, Israel. What's the background of this passage? The context here is Israel was in Babylonian captivity. And they were in Babylonian captivity because of their sins. They knew they deserve it. They deserve to be in captivity. You know why? Because God sent so many prophets to warn them, repent, 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 and they wouldn't repent. Instead of believing God's prophets, prophets, they would believe the false prophets. And the false prophets declared peace. There's going to be peace. Everything is going to be fine. And all the Israelites, yes, that's what we want. And many times that's how it is in our life. We want to hear what we want to hear. And when God tells us a word 
or a pastor declares to us, this is what the word of the Lord says, we're like, that's not what I want to hear. And because you refuse, you miss out on life. You miss out on the many blessings that God has in store for you. We all want new things, but we miss out. Not realize. We are the ones sabotaging our blessings. Israel was the chosen people of God. But they missed out so many times. Not because God wanted them to miss out, but they chose wrongly every time. In spite of the many servants of God that God sent their way. So you can imagine how Israel felt for many, many years. 70 years, long years. They were there in captivity. And they're like, kasalanan kasi natin eh. Ay, nako. Kasi, winarningan na tayo. Hindi pa tayo sumunod. Ay, kasi. The regret. Can you imagine? But in that, in, in that situation, God sends still a prophet. And God tells him, Hey, kalimutan mo na. Kalimutan mo na! Ang nakaraan. Tapos na yon, anak. Tapos na yon. Pag-ibig ng Diyos sa mga anak niyang pasaway. Pasensya na po, iyak na naman ako. Uff. Ang pag-ibig ng Diyos sa kanyang mga anak. Napakalalim, napakatarik, napaka-wide. Kaya sabi ni San Pablo, sana maunawaan niyo. How high, how deep, how wide the love of God for you. Israel was walking in defeat, in condemnation, and yet God in His mercies called Isaiah to declare to them, forget do not remember the former things. Sabi niya, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Failure, sin, discouragements of the past can hinder us from moving forward. Some of you may have experiences in life. It hurt you. Maybe it was not your sin. Maybe it's somebody's sin against you. Maybe you were not treated well as a child. Maybe you were abandoned. You had a parents, but they were absentee. They were never there for you. And it hurt you. And to this day, you tell the story, you don't know what I went through. That line, I've heard it so many times. And I always tell them, when they tell me that, Ate Elsie, Tita Elsie, lahat na po tinawag sa akin, pwede lang tatay. Tita, Mamshi. Uh, ate, doctor, oh, di ba? But Dr. Cook, you don't understand what I went through. Tell me. My book, the book that I wrote, is not, it's actually to my humiliation that I wrote that book. Because it's very raw. I told a story about how a girl who grew up in the province went through so much in life. 11 years old na po ako, umiihi pa ako sa banig. And that's in the book. I was so damaged. I was so damaged as a person that when I recite in class one day, my teacher asked me in, in speech, she asked me to read a speech in front of the class. I was wearing a gray uniform. I was reading it. My skirt was flying because I was shaking. And the paper that I was holding was shaking. And everybody was laughing at me. And I couldn't, I, I, and I imagine that this, my classmates will be telling everybody in high school, you know how high schoolers are? It was bad. I was molested at five years old by a family member. I protected the identity of that family member in the book. Because that person has already repented. When I was a missionary in India, I was sexually assaulted. I was already a missionary. 
So when people tell me, you don't know what I went through, tell me. Let's compare notes. Sometimes it's not your sin. Sometimes it's the sin of others against you. But you carry this weight with you. And you're dragging it with you. And you are unable to enter the new things that God has for you because of this. Si tatay kasi, si nanay kasi, yung teacher ko kasi, yung kapatid ko kasi, yung boss ko kasi, yung this businessman kasi, niloko ako, kinuha yung pera ko. We all have this excuse. I said, God is telling you today, my daughter, my son, I have new thing for you. Kalimutan mo na yun. Anak, alam ko naman eh, na pumalpak ka eh. Ba't mo pa ako i-remind? Hindi mo ba alam all-knowing ako? Why? If you have sinned, the solution is not to beat yourself. The solution is repentance. If you have sinned, and you think, I'll fix myself first before I come to the Lord, I have news for you. You can never fix yourself. The solution is to humble yourself and come to the Lord and say, Panginoon! Baguhin mo ako. Bigyan mo ako ng bagong puso. Because you can never change yourself. You can never change yourself. If you can Jesus would have not died on the cross. But you can't. You failed. You failed in business. It was not sin. You were just, it was just a bad decision. And you're, and you're beating yourself. I'm regretting that decision. Why did that make? And then now you're afraid to make another decision. You're not moving forward. Merong tanikala. And no matter how hard you try, you just tire yourself, but you're never going forward. Because failure, sin, discouragements, some of you have many discouragements. Ayaw mo nang mag-try. Some of you have prayed to the Lord, 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 hindi ka sinasagot, feeling mo hindi ka sinasagot. So sabi mo, hindi na ako magpe-pray. Naramdaman ko po yan, ganyang pakiramdam. Nung ako po ay nagahasa sa India bilang misyonero, nagalit ako sa Panginoon. Anim na buwan, hindi ko siya kinausap. Panginoon, sumunod lang naman ako sa iyo, pabihira ka naman. Hindi mo, ka, hindi mo ako kayang protektahan. Ano to? May ginawa ba ako masala? Masama? What is this? Hinayaan ako na Panginoon magtampururot for six months. Pagkatapos, sabi na Panginoon, tama na anak. Tama na yan. Tama na tantrum. And the Lord confronted me. Sabi niya, sino ba sinusunod mo anak? Eh, seminary student ako. Alam ko, isasagot ko siyempre. Sabi ko, I'm following Jesus. Sabi niya, anong nangyari kay Jesus? He died a most horrible death in the hands of people he loved. Sabi ng Panginoon sa akin, anak, if my only son, Jesus, died and suffered, what makes you think you are exempted? from that. What makes you think you will not go through it? Alam mo, doon ako nag-repent talaga. Ngawa ako, ngawa doon sa side. Sabi mo, Panginoon, patawad po, Panginoon. Akala ko, alam ko. Alam ko na intindihan mo, sayabang ko, akala ko, alam ko na, pero hindi pa pala. Alam niyo po, the following year, itinginak ang iglesia, ang lighthouse sa India. First service namin, 70 adults minus the children. What would have happened if I stayed in my heart? I would have never seen the birth of the church. I don't know what your story is. But time to move on. Time to move on. Discouragement of the past can become chains that hold us back. What, do we, what should we do instead? First, from the passage. Next slide po. Number one, what should we do if we are in that situation? Number one, remember who God is. 
Sabi ng Panginoon sa Isaiah 43.15, I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. Who is God to you? Sabi niya sa mga Israelita, oh, ayun na, nandun na kayo sa Babylonia, hindi na babago ang identity nyo. Akala nyo, nasakop na kayo ng Babylonia, you don't exist anymore. Babylonians na kayo, ganun na lang. No, no, I am still your God. I am still your King. I am still your Lord. Even pasaway kayo, I am still your King. I am still the one who raised you up. I am still the one who had mercy on you. Yes, I disciplined you. But my discipline for you is never to hurt you. It is to restore you. Because I long for you, my daughter. I long for you, my son. And I want you back. I am the Lord, your God. What a beautiful thing when you are walking in guilt. Nahiya ka pakita. Ayoko mapakita. Nahiya ako kay pastor. May ginawa akong palpak eh. May prinamis ako. I did not fulfill it. No. Can you imagine Israel? And God said, no. Ako pa rin to. Ako pa rin ang hari mo. Hindi kita, hindi kita itinatatwa. Hindi kita tinatalikuran, tinalikuran mo ko, but I cannot deny myself. Because I am your God. Sabi pa ng Panginoon, ano? Remember, ano pa gawin natin dapat? Don't just remember who God is, but remember His miraculous work. Sabi niya sa Israel, natatanda niyo how I parted the Red Sea? Don't you remember? This is what the Lord says, He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chairs and horses, the army and the reinforcement together, and that they lay there never to rise again. Alam niyo po, minsan, na-imagine ko po sarili ko, kung ako ang Israelita, nandoon ako, matatakot ako eh. Diba? Okay, here you are. Trap ka. At your back, the Egyptian army, in the front, is the Red Sea. What do I do? Sabi ng Panginoon kay Moses, okay, raise your staff. Kung ikaw ang pastor, Pastor Jonathan, ganun kalaki ang problema, Panginoon naman, siguro naman, you have a better plan than this. Ano naman itong patpat na to? Ano? What will this do? Panginoon, hindi ba pwedeng gawin mo na lang yung ginawa mo kay Jehoshaphat? Na pinakita mo yung mga anghel, nilipol mo na lang sila? Para, hindi. God said, no, you raise your staff. And a lot of times, the new things will come to us by using, by being just you. Stop trying to be somebody else. What is in your hand? Ano ang alam mo nang gawin? Stop looking like, ay sana ay meron ako niyan. Sana meron ako niyan. No. God is telling you now, what is it that is in your hand? Offer it to me and I will show you what I can do. The miracle. I am the God who will part the Red Sea. And when the Lord tells you something, parang, huh? kaya ko ba to Lord? I can't imagine the Israelites, they're standing there, huma, nahahati yung dagat. Ako na-imagine ko. Visual po kasi ako eh. Shucks. Paano pag bumagsak tong tubig na to? Hindi lang yung ganitong distansya. Hindi ako pwedeng tumalon. Ilang kilometro din yun. Tatawirin nila. Siguro paglakad ko doon, baka may mga sumisilip-silip pang pating doon. Hindi lang sila kamahalong. Eh, paano kung ano? Can you imagine? You have to walk there. Kaya-kaya mo mga anak mo, mga tupa, mga mga kalabaw. Ay, wala palang kalabaw doon. Ano to? Ox? And they all their livestock there? And you have to walk that? Many times, you are in a situation, God is leading you to a new thing. And then here is God. He's performing a miracle, but you don't want to accept it because He's telling you to do something that's almost impossible. Ayoko, Panginoon. Natatakot ako, Lord. Lord, wala ako kakayanan dyan. Lord, kulang ang kaalaman ko. Wala akong education. Lord, ganito lang ako. Eh, ano ngayon? It's not about you. 
It's about the God who performs miracles. The reason you are not experiencing miracles is because you are limiting God to your ability. And God is not, don't insult God, God, God. God is never limited to your ability, to your experience, to your past. He's God. He's God Almighty. He's the great I am. Eh, ano ngayon? Kung ba bumasto sa'yo? Eh, ano ngayon kung nalugi ka? Eh, ano ngayon? Ano ang natira sa'yo? Piso? Bigay mo yan sa'kin. Ano natira sa'yo? Surrender it to me and watch me. Watch me. Part the Red Sea for you. Watch me destroy your enemies. Watch me. Stop looking at your inadequacy. Your inadequacy to me is a good thing. It's your opportunity to experience the power and might of God. The more inadequate you feel, the better it is. Ako sa po, hanggang ngayon, I've spoken everywhere. Different places, different denominations. I preach in a Baptist church, I preach in United Methodist Church. Kung saan ako invite, sige. Ito po, totoo ito. Every time I go up, kumakabakaba ako. I still get nervous and I still get scared. But I go anyway. I go, Lord has given me a message. You know, courage is not absence of fear. It's acting even when you have fear. You do it because God told you to. And that's how it is. That's how you will take hold of the new thing that God has for you. Don't doubt. Some of you are called to the ministry. Hindi ko kaya yan. Hindi ako spiritual. Hindi ako nung mag-pray. Kung sinabi ko po yan, hindi ako mag-mission. Kasi when I was a kid, from my background, if you ever have, if you feel glad to get a copy of the book, ay, doon niyo po makikita. Matatawa mo, mga kwento pa din nakakatawa din. Makikita niyo rin po mga buhay ng si Sister Annabel, kapatid ko po. Na-mention ko din sila ng konti doon. Kasi yung dynamics are family. Remember, He is a miracle-working God. Moving on to what God has for us in the future requires learning to forsake and forget the discouragement we had in the past. You want to take hold of the new thing God has for you? You have to let go. You have to unstuck yourself. Get unstuck. Next slide. Nakadalawang Move. Next part. Salamat. Get unstuck. Staying stuck in the past will keep us from the new thing God has in store for us. Dikit eh. Hindi ka makaalis. Mas matibay pa sa epoxy. Mapapagod ka lang. Mga sakit sa dibdib, sakit sa puso, hinanakit sa buhay, talikuran na yan. Failures, let go of it. Ano ba kung bakit? Until you let go, until you unstuck yourself, you will not perceive the new thing that God has for you. Sabi ng Panginoon, do you not perceive it? Hindi mo ba nakikita, anak, eto na oh! Eh paano ikaw? Nakaganito ka. Andun yung new thing mo. Naubos na yung energy mo dito. Sabi ng Panginoon naman, dito, dito, parang yung, iba yung mga tatay, pag natututo palang maglakad yung bata, step, step, tuwang-tuwa yung nanay. Imagine if you're like that with your kids, with, with God. God is saying, come, ikaw naman, kahit baba, hindi, hindi ka ba naman, oh, sige, oh, ang tatay gano'n, oh, very good, good. So, galing naman ang anak ko. If earthly parents are like that, how much more will God? The baby never says, but daddy, I don't know how to walk. Yeah, of course you don't know how to walk. May nakita na kayo pinanganak, paglabas pa lang, Hallelujah! Wala. Fluent na mag-English, wala. Lahat ng bata paglabas sa, siya nung nanay, wow! 
Ayun lang alam nila. Bakit nyo gagamitin yung narasyon sa Panginoon? Hindi ko kasi alam yun, Lord. Ayoko. Nakatutok ka sa kakulangan mo. Sa halip na sa kakayanan ng Panginoon. You will not perceive. Perceiving necessitates walking in step with His Spirit. Oh, very important to. It requires developing intimacy with God. It requires letting God's Word direct you, not the Filipino culture. Yes, we love our culture, but there's so many things in our culture that's completely off. Hindi po siya naayos sa salita ng Panginoon and we have to let go of that too. Kasi ginagapos tayo nito. Hindi tayo nito pinapalaya. How do you get, become intimate? All of this, if you want to walk in the Spirit, you need to be intimate with God. If you want to be intimate with God, you need to get into the Word. A lot of people, oh, Sister LC, Sister LC, prophetic yan, prophetic yan, prophetic yan. Paano kayo, Sister LC, nakapunta doon? Get in the Word. Submit yourself to your leaders. Eh, mga propeta-propeta po, kasalanan namin minsan, ayaw magsabit sa mga pastor. Feeling magaling. Mayabang. Kayo mga churches, turn off sa prophetic. Mga pitik-pitik na yan. Ayaw namin yan. Mayabang eh. Get into the Word. You want to hear the voice of the Lord? Get into the Word. Who among you have read through the Bible? Wala. Oh, you don't have to raise your hands kasi mahihiya naman yung hindi nag-raise ng kamay, no? Ayoko naman kayo mapahiya dito sa kongregasyon, no? But if you haven't read through the Bible, start now. Kahit abutin kayong tatlong taon bago nyo mabasa ang buong Biblia, bas gawin nyo. When I got born again in 1986, the Lord gave me this deep hunger for the Word. Doon ko po nalaman na naborn again ako eh, kasi ang takaw ko sa Word. Ang takaw ko sa milk. Diba ang bata ganun, naku, ang gasos naman anak. Ang takaw mo sa milk. Ala, pinaba, dede na naman. Ano ba to? Yung mga nagbe-breastfeed din ako. Ala, 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 dali. Matakaw. The first seven years of me being a Christian, I read through the Bible, cover to cover. The first Bible I read was a King James Version. Buti na lang English major ako. Sanay ako kay Shakespeare. So wala sa akin yung, you know, bigat-bigat. Abraham bigat. Bigatin talaga. It didn't bother me at all. But my friends was wondering about it. But a youth leader in church gave it to me because she was, she was not interested in King James. And it was the free Bible. So I, I received it. Get into the Word. Be intimate with God. You know, po, intimacy. The first time the word, you know, the, no, to know God is to be intimate with God. The first time the word no is used in the Bible is in the book of Genesis. It's up in the Bible. And Adam knew Eve. After that, Eve got pregnant. So to be intimate with God is to experience God. That's what intimacy is. It's not just knowing all the right answers. You experience. God says, I am the God who heals. Then experience. Lord, I want to experience you as the healer. The Lord says, I'm the provider. Lord, I want you to experience, I want to experience that provider. The Lord wants that. Because the world wants to be intimate with you. God's promise is this. I will pave a way in the wilderness. I will provide. I will protect. Oftentimes, when God gives us a promise, we worry about it. We worry about the details or the obstacles in the fulfillment of the promise. To our worrying minds, God says, don't worry about it. I am the God who will pave the way in the wilderness. I will provide and I will protect. Are you in the wilderness right now? Have you been praying, Lord, take me away from this wilderness? I have news for you. God will not remove you from the wilderness. You know why? Because God said, it is in the wilderness that I will pave a road for you. It is in the wilderness that I will cause springs. I will cause the impossible to be possible. How can there be springs of living water? In the desert. 
It is in the wilderness that you will experience your miracle. So stop praying to be taken away from your wilderness. Start praying, God, where is my spring? Where is my road? Where is the path that you will pave for me? You know when you pave the road? Yung ginagawa dito, iniispalto. Pag nagda-drive, yung mga, ah, ang sarap, walang bump-bump. Diba? Nakakahilo din pag nakasakay ka sa likod. Pagpangit. Pero sabi ng Lord, I will pave the road and the wilderness. In a tough place. Ah, oh my goodness, Lord God, help us to perceive your truth. Why in the world will God do this? Sabi sa binasa natin sa Isaiah that we may declare the praise. God performs miracles in our midst that we may glorify Him. It's not so that we can get comfortable. It is not because of, okay, wala na. No. The Lord desires for you to glorify Him because when we glorify Him out of the joy of God, oh, everything flows to you again. It's like a circular thing. Para siyang ulan na aakyat ng tubig bababa sa'yo, aakyat ng tubig bababa. When our life is a life of worship and we glorify the Lord in everything, whether we eat or drink, we glorify the Lord. Guess what? You cannot stop the blessings of the Lord because God cannot help Himself. When if God loved us when we were yet sinners, God already loved us. Imagine how much more He overflows in kindness, in mercy, in love towards us when we're running to Him and say, Daddy! I watch parents. I have a friend in the U.S. My special child siya. Joy ng puso niya yung anak niya. Sabi ko, Lord, ganyan ka din sa amin. Kahit defective kami. Pag nakita mo kami, baba, bulol-bulol, ganyan, tuwang-tuwa na. Yung puso mo umaapaw na. Nagkaligayan. We don't have to do much really to please God. We just have to desire Him. We just need to long for Him. It is important that in all planning, our planning, and moving forward, we continue to acknowledge God and diligently seek His face. May tampo ang Panginoon sa Israel. Sabi niya, ito ang puso ko. Sabi ko sa inyo, kalimutan na yan. Ako pa rin ang hari niyo, ako pa rin ang Diyos niyo, ako pa rin ito. Pero sabi niya, pero ako, hanggang ngayon hindi ka pa rin tumatawag sa akin. Hanggang ngayon hindi mo pa rin ako nilalapitan, ganyan-ganyan na nga nangyari sa iyo. Hindi mo pa rin ako pinapagawa. Verse 22, yet you have not called on me, Jacob. Alam niyo po, pag tumatakbo kayo, sa Panginoon at nagsumihiyaw ng Panginoon na eto ako lapit ka sa akin and you don't want because of pride ayaw mo nahihiya ako sa iyo Panginoon sabi ng Panginoon durog ang puso ko anak lumapit ka sa akin lumapit ka sa akin anak lumapit ka sa akin I have something against you you are not coming to me in your brokenness why are you trying to fix your issues why are you trying to fix your problems why are you trying without me when I am here for you. And that's the call of God for you today. Many of you are going through some serious issues in life. You iba, financial in nature. You iba, there's a brokenness. There's a bitterness in your heart because of an experience, because how you were treated, because somebody betrayed you. Somebody kept, said, uh, promised you something and you did not fulfill it and it hurt you to the core. Or you failed. You made a decision, a bad decision, and it caused your family to suffer. Where are you today? Some of you are in your wilderness. Let's all stand. Oh, Ibubukas ko po ang altar. 
The altar is always open anyway. So if the Lord has spoken to you, please come to the altar. The word of the Lord has been spoken to us, church. Reminding us who God is. He is our creator. He is our redeemer. He is the Holy One of Israel. And when we remember God for who He is, we remember the things that He has done amongst us. 33 years, He has sustained Lighthouse. And for all of your lives, for all of our lives, we have seen the hand of the Lord parting so many red seas, allowing us to see those highways in the middle of the wildernesses of our lives. We have seen the springs in the middle of the vast arid lands that we found ourselves in. Remember who our God is. But today, the word of the Lord has been echoed. Yet, you have not called on me, Jacob. You have not wearied yourselves for me, O Israel. Father, we are here as a church. Lord, we receive your word. The conviction coming from the Holy Spirit that for so long we have allowed the former things to be the shackles that prevented us, Lord, from reaching towards the glorious destiny that you have in store for your people. We have allowed the things, the pains, the disappointments, the self-limiting beliefs, O oh Lord, of our past, to define our present and even to limit our future possibilities. Today, Lord, you have called your people to repentance, and so we do. Forgive us, Lord, for not wearying ourselves for you, for not calling on your name, Lord, for being so self-centered, for allowing us, allowing ourselves to think, Lord, that the solution lies in us. Today, Lord, as you have renewed as you have touched, as you have released your word to the heart of everyone that has heard your counsel. Today, Lord, help us, Holy Spirit, perceive the new things that you have in store for your children. Cause in us, Lord, mouths and hearts that worship you. Allow us, Lord, to lift up our hands and sing unto you a new song. Let us do that right now, church. Open your mouths right now and lift up your hands and sing and shout your hallelujah unto the Lord right now. Come on, church. Oh, hallelujah. Only you, Lord, can break the chains of our past. Shout your praise today. Shout your praises to the Lamb, to the Lord of Israel. episodes of our lives now Lord you can use for your glory and for the edification of your church we can only return to you our worship and thanksgiving Lord thank you for the life of sister Elsie thank you Lord for raising prophets like her in your kingdom and today Lord we speak the anointing the overflow of the spirit to continue Lord in her life so the Lord, as you continue to use her 
both here in the Philippines and in the many nations of the world. Thank you, Lord, for the mission that burns ever so alive in her heart to go for you, O Lord, to send forth and bring forth the good news of salvation and enliven your churches all over the world. Ang mga pinanghihinaan ng kalobang Panginoon ay muli yung pag-aalabi ng kanilang puso sa pamagitan ng ministeryo ng iyong anak na Sister Elsa. At siya mismo, Lord, ang magpapatunay. Kailanman ay hindi nagkulang at kailanman hindi magkukulang ang Panginoon sa Kanya. Dahil siya ang iyong hinirang. Siya ang inyong tinawag. Siya ang inyong itinami. Salamat, Lord, sa buhay ni Sister Elsie. We ask, Lord, as a church, bless her. Bless her. Bless her. In the name of Jesus. And today, Lord, we speak your life to the pastors of this church. I would like to ask Sister Elsie now to speak the blessings of the Lord to the ministers of the Lord. My word po ako sa pastors ng Lighthouse. If I can ask the pastors of Lighthouse to come forward, please. This is the word of the Lord. I am birthing a new thing. Move on to the new thing I have for you. You are not limited by what the founders have seen this place to be. The Lord is honored. The Lord is happy. The Lord is delighted that you honored the servants that he has called to build this place. But God says it's time for a new thing. The hurts of the past. The difficulties of the past, the strife of the past, God says it's over. That's done. Behold, extend, stake, stretch yourself. Do not worry about provision, the Lord says. Do not worry about, Lord, we don't have this, we don't have that, we don't have this, says the Lord. I am expanding you. You will burst forth from the north to the south, to the east, to the west. And you will have the wisdom that you need as you trust in me. Breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough, says the Lord. I'm giving you breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough. The limitations to perceive, the Lord says, are opportunities for me to break through for you. Learn to use your knees. Learn to use your knees. Kneel before me. Let your hearts bow before me. I will give you, I will be your sufficiency, says the Lord. Everything you need, it will be provided, says the Lord. But take hold of the new thing that I have for you. Conversations of the past. Do not focus on the failures. Do not focus on things that has happened that shackled you. Pastor Joe, God says to you, you have honored the Moses of this church. God says, I have appointed you as a Joshua. You are a Joshua. You are the Joshua. And the Lord says, Joshua, when he crossed the Jordan River, look at the Ark of the Covenant. Wherever it goes, you go where the Ark of the Covenant goes. Do not turn to the left nor to the right, says the Lord. Because you have never been in this path before, says the Lord. You have never been in this path before. And that's why you need to focus on my presence. You need to focus on where I am. Because God says, I am going to hold your hand and lead you. And as Joshua saw many miracles, so will your eyes see a lot of miracles. Thank you, Lord, for appointing him. Lord, bless him, Lord. Spirit of the living God, just fill him fresh right now. God says, you are able, Anak. I put you in this position because you are able. I have confidence in you. Every time there's a difficulty, remember this. Anak, 
I have full confidence in you. I will enable you. I will empower you. In Jesus' name. Salamat po, Panginoon. like to stay and to stay in the presence of the Lord if you have some special prayer requests feel free to stay behind the pastors are here to minister but today the Lord has given us his great visitation thank you Lord for reminding us that you love lighthouse that you love your church that you love the body of Christ thank you Lord for reminding us today of the fivefold ministry that you have raised your church to operate in. And thank you, Lord, that today you have brought us back to your word. And thank you, Lord, that today we know that the Holy Spirit continues to minister to your people in great and marvelous ways. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are not limited by doctrines, by church denominations. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are not limited even by our petty differences. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that as part of the Triune Godhead, you are continuing to minister to your people through the Word of God. And today, Lord, we just bow before you in worship, thanking you, oh Lord, thanking you, Father, thank you, thanking you, Jesus, for loving us. To you alone be all praises, Lord. Come on, give your praise to the Lord today, mga kapatid. To you alone be all praises, O Lord. To you alone be all glory. To you alone be all thanksgiving. Power and majesty belong to you alone, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands now for the benediction. And may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you. And may the Lord be gracious unto you. Yes, may the Lord lift His countenance towards all of us. May the Lord grant us His peace as we perceive the new things that the Lord has for all His children. In Jesus' name. And everyone will shout, Amen. Amen. I'll see you next Sunday. I will preach. God bless you. And the rest of the Sunday, enjoy and be blessed, mga kapatid.